Hi there, this is Michael Westra with Breaking the Systems of Control podcast. Come hang out with me as we explore and pursue true freedom, liberty, and the art of minding your own business. Thanks for joining in. Uh, this is episode one of Breaking the Systems of Control podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about just specifically what this podcast is about and who I am. Um, I've been pondering up uh, some ideas on different things we can incorporate into this podcast. And one thing that kept floating was uh, the social media cringe of the week. It's going to be called of the week right now because this is going to be a weekly podcast to start. Uh, after I start building a little more traction, uh, we'll increase that. But until then, <laughs> uh, social media cringe of the week. So, social media cringe of the week was I was scrolling through Facebook and someone posted this uh, photo of Governor Whitmer. If you don't know who Governor Gretchen Whitmer is, she is the Michigan governor. And this photo is of her holding a coffee mug that says, damn, it feels good to be a Michigangster. And it has the established uh, 1837. So, <laughs> it, it's just a little, uh, I, I mean, she, she's telling the truth, right? Is she not? <laughs> a gangster, uh, gangsters uh, destroy people's lives. And, and she, you know, she's destroyed many people's lives during uh, a lot of this stuff going on. We're not going to get into that today, but future episode, I'm sure it'll be something I talk about as I like to go on uh, many rants sometimes. Okay, uh, moving on. All right. I'm going to start by just reading from my website, which will be linked in the uh, show notes. So, you know, I actually don't have an official uh, URL yet, a custom URL yet. Uh, that should be up within the next week or so. But for now, it it's, the website's going to look pretty much the same. Uh, I'm going to be adding some things here and there, but... Essentially, it's going to be the same website, just a different URL. Reading straight from the website on the About page, it says, uh, About Breaking the Systems of Control. Breaking the Systems of Control podcast is all about finding, identifying, and exposing the systems that have control over our lives and pursuing solution within these problems. The angle we will look at this is from a liberty-minded individual and my journey to finding as much personal freedom and liberty as possible, along with helping others to find and create freedom in their own lives. Topics we will talk about include politics. Uh, this includes current and historical, personal finance, homesteading, entrepreneurship, libertarianism, uh, which includes voluntarism, anar anarchism, anarcho-capitalism, or ANCAP for short, and agorism. If you don't know what any of these mean, uh, you will find out in the future. Along with, we'll be talking about cryptocurrency prepping and much more. 
So that's uh, the about page on my website. So we can uh, expand on that just a little bit. I will tell you, although I uh, specifically mentioned that this is coming from a liberty-minded individual, not every single topic we talk about is going to be about politics. We so I I just I want that to be upfront. So people who come in here and start listening to some political stuff, political rants, don't start getting upset when they start hearing a conversation about gardening or going hunting or do-it-yourself projects. Yes, most of these talks will be about uh, liberty and, and politics, but we will be talking about this kind of stuff. And now entrepreneurship, there's and okay, so let me kind of give a reason why uh, we'll be talking about those things as well as the politics side. So for start, we're called breaking the systems of control. I say we intentionally because what I have here is is something I'm trying to build as a community. So this is going to be a group involvement on what we talk about and how we do things on here. And I will be having many interviews. So if you're wondering why I use the word we a lot, it's because I want to build something together. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. We're talking about why I would be talking about stuff like gardening. So with the name Breaking the Systems of Control. We are talking about everything that has control of our lives and creating more freedom. So some would look at this and say, you know, it's just going to be some rants about um, politics and complaining, essentially, but then not doing anything about it. I don't like that. I like solutions and I feel like there are solutions that we can partake in uh, to create more freedom in our lives. And I want to encourage other people to do this. So, example, gardening. I feel as if you, you are essentially taking one little aspect of your life, even though it just seems so tiny. A lot of these kind of things can add up to creating this self-reliance where you don't need the government anymore, or at least you don't need them as much. So growing your own food for yourself, I mean, I'm not producing all my own food right now. Realistically, I am producing enough to where I don't really have to go buy uh, produce at the grocery store anymore. That's, I mean, that's a start. That's that's creating a freedom that I didn't have before because now I'm not reliant on this uh, monopoly that the government's created on the farming industry. I'm relying on myself. I, I, I'm I a strong, strong believer in stuff like that. And that's also why I am also someone who's trying to build a homestead. I, I call it a mini homestead. And the reason I call it a mini homestead is because I'm working a full-time job right now. I am a machinist. Uh, I work a lot. So it doesn't give me a whole lot of time. 
anyone who knows anything about homesteading, it, it takes a lot of time. And if you don't have someone who will be actively doing this with you, it'll make it even harder. So with the homesteading, I call it a mini homestead because of the amount of hours I'm working. So I don't have the time to put in. And also the uh, laws and restrictions for the area I live in. When I obviously was talking about Governor Whitmer in the beginning. That's because I live in Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I I know. I, I don't want to get into it. I want out. But I'm here, and I'm going to have to make the best of it because I just purchased a home a couple years ago. I do not have enough equity to leave. So I'm going to make the best of it and, you know, do what I can to find as much freedom where I'm at. And it's one of the, you know, the the whole uh, purpose of this podcast is just creating more freedom in your own life. So there's all these restrictions. Some examples are restrictions on what I can and can't do on my own property. Uh, If I wanted to do specific things or have certain things in my front yard, if I wanted to have a garden in my front yard, I can't. I'm not allowed to do it according to my city laws. If I wanted to, I don't know, let's say build a pole barn, it's there's requirements as far as rat walls, pulling permits, which the permit would be. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the um, the permit for something like that would be literally like half the price of what I would pay for the entire pole barn. On top of that, the pole barn cannot exceed the size of my house. Uh, my house is about 1,300 square feet, so I'm kind of limited. Oh, by the way, I own an acre, so I own enough property to be able to run a homestead, but it makes it very difficult because of where I live. Livestock. I can't own livestock. I'm actually not even supposed to have more than three pets, technically. (laughs) So, there's definitely going to be no chickens, no ducks. Um, I was thinking about doing chickens, but I have some nosy neighbors who I have a feeling would probably call on me. So, So I started researching other livestock I can do, and I'm thinking about... um, purchasing some quail and putting them in my garage because you can actually just keep quail in a cage. They're happy in a cage. That's what they've been bred for. Apparently, I from my research that I've done, they've been bred over the years to uh, tolerate a cage and they actually cannot live properly outside of that cage. They're not bred for that. They literally can't even hatch their own eggs anymore. You have to incubate their eggs. That's how uh, domesticated they become. Anyway, that's a couple examples of how uh, I'm trying to create some freedoms in my own life. Along with, I have a side business. I A couple. Uh, I woodwork on the side. I, I, I make stuff like bars and furniture and... You know, whatever. I'm I'm a fine woodworker. That's what I would say. 
And I also have a eBay selling business where I pretty much just buy and sell. I do stuff like going to the thrift store and going to garage sales, estate sales, and kind of buy things for cheap and flip it. It's not making me rich, but it gives me some more money to do the things that I want. So there's some more freedom. Just having a side business not only gives you more money in your pocket to be able to pursue the different things you want, but they're almost like safety nets, fallback plans, because you're you're acquiring and building skills and making this additional money. So if, for example, we went on another COVID lockdown and my boss decided this time that I'm getting laid off, I'd probably be okay because of the skills that I've acquired. It would be tough, but I th- I would be able to manage. So it's like a safety net and it could be something to turn into something much bigger in the future. Uh, some other things I do, I'm trying to grow my garden much larger so I can start selling some produce to some neighbors and Maybe go to some farmer's markets and set up a table or something. And actually, the produce isn't really a plan for me to make a fortune doing or make, you know, I'm not even looking at it from a money aspect, to be honest. I mean, in a way I am, but not directly from the produce selling. Let me explain. I want to start selling produce because that kind of thing links you up with people around your community. It gives you more resources. So it's just another good thing to have in your back pocket. I am a CNC machinist. Um, I am actually also a licensed firefighter. I decided that wasn't really for me. Um, I love the firefighting aspect. I, When we were doing our live burns and our simulations and stuff in the fire academy, oh, it was just the most fun I've had. Like, I would love running into a burning building. I was actually, and this isn't like bragging. This is like just showing you how much I love it. I was the top academics in the fire academy and top physical fitness. I'm just showing you. I love the firefighting aspect. But... I found out, and I kind of wish I would have gone about this in a different way because I kind of, I wouldn't say I wasted my money because I feel like firefighting is a good skill to have. And I've learned a lot of skills that transfer to my day-to-day life because of it. So, I'm not going to say it's a waste. But I should have gone to uh, EMT first because I... it's not that it was too hard for me. I just found out real quick that the medical field is not for me. Early on, before I went to uh, the fire academy, I don't know why I'm <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> going in reverse here in my timeline uh, instead of starting from the beginning. But anyway, let's just keep keep it going. I wanted to become a police officer at first. I was going to school for criminal justice and I made it all the way through to where I just needed to go to the police academy to finish 
those credentials, there there was a lot of different things that added to it. And but but essentially I decided it wasn't something I wanted to do based on two reasons. One, I became a libertarian, or I should say a stronger libertarian. That was a title I used to use just for like, just to be different. I thought it was cool, but I really didn't know what it really meant to be a libertarian. And so eventually I started reading books and articles and listening to podcasts and I'm, it just all fell into place. It blew my mind. So I didn't want to be part of the problem. Along with being a libertarian, I knew some, I was very close at the time with some police officers who were uh, an officer at what's considered, I don't really know exactly the statistics and why, but they're considered like the top police department in Michigan. No, it's not Detroit. But anyway, uh, there was a lot of corruption that went on in there. And that's considered what's supposed to be the most professional police department in Michigan. So it kind of just was disturbing to me. And I, I'm not one of those people who think you can, you know, tear it down from the inside and, you know, try to fix it from the inside. I should say not tear it down. Um, and people tell me, well, you, you're just giving up because you could have just been a, good police officer. For those of you who are new to libertarianism or don't know about libertarianism, this may sound a little radical to you, but hear me out because and when I say hear me out, I don't mean you have to agree with me because there's going to be a lot of things within my podcast that Everybody who listens to is going to disagree at some point. And you should. That means you're a free thinker. Not everybody is like that. Especially when it comes to modern day politics, the conservatives and liberals. They just kind of blindly follow whatever it is their people are saying. What What's the main talking points? It doesn't matter what it is. They'll try to act like that's not the truth, but it is the truth. And I listen to many different kinds of podcasts and there is not a single podcast out there where I agree with everything that they're saying. If I did, I would be brainwashed. That's what that means. Because then that means I'm incapable of thinking for myself. Don't just blindly follow anything anyone says. If you disagree, ask yourself why. Try to prove them wrong or try to prove them right. Whatever it is, just always doubt what you hear. I don't care who it's from. I don't care if they're, uh, you know, the top in their field. Whatever the heck it is, don't just blindly listen to anyone. Think for yourself. Anyways, I'm I'm kind of trailing off there on a rant. What were we talking about? Uh, police. Uh, why? Well, I, uh, I was gonna going to make a radical statement. So. The people who tell me, oh, you're just making excuses or you're whatever, whatever they're saying to me to kind of put me down. And they would 
say you could be a good cop. You could differentiate yourself. Well, my opinion as a libertarian is that no, that is not true. Because what you define as a good police officer is not what I define as a good police officer. I don't think any police officer that is actively doing the job he is supposed to be doing here. And when I say supposed to be doing, I don't mean by our constitution. I mean that they're supposed to be following. I mean by the laws that are in place. And what I mean by that is every police officer, you you can try to deny this all you want, but it's true. Every police officer is forced to, in some way, they're forced to enforce unconstitutional laws or laws that step on your freedom and liberties. I don't want to be that person. There's going to be people who disagree with that, but think about it. Think about all the things that are illegal. I can't sell something on Facebook Marketplace technically or, or Craigslist without being required to claim it on my taxes. I know people are going to say, well, they don't bust people for that. When they want to bust someone because whatever happened, they pissed them off or whatever, they can look for literally anything to arrest you for. I can't remember. There, there was a statistic or a, a book or something talking about three felonies a day. And all that is, is on average, on average, every American commits three felonies a day, whether or not they know it, because there is just that many laws that are in place to where you could be committing a felony and not even know it. Just think about this. That's just felonies. Okay, now let's go into misdemeanors or civil uh, infractions. Can you imagine how many laws every single day people break and they don't even know? So to me, the only logical conclusion is if you're breaking some of these laws, you are not the one immoral. They are. The ones who are enforcing them and the ones who, are, uh, who put them into law. You're not the immoral one. If, if th there's an act that isn't immoral, why would it be immoral to do that act? Because someone is trying to take your freedom away? No, they're the tyrants. Okay, well, I said we're going to be <laughs> talking about just what this podcast is about. And I, I go on, uh, I get sidetracked. I start trailing off and... I go on many rants, but it, it's all relating. So anyway, that is why I decided not to become a police officer. Luckily in Michigan, this isn't the law anymore, but uh, I don't want to be a police officer that's required to throw someone in a cage for having a plant. I understand. I personally am not someone who particularly likes marijuana. That's okay. If you do, I've, it's honestly none of my business. Anything that is a law that restricts someone from carrying out an act that does not harm anybody else around them, it should not be a law. No victim, no crime, right? If someone chooses to 
do harm to themselves. That's their business in the safety of their own own home, of course. I, it's none of their business. It's n- nobody's business. Okay, if they want to be stupid, let them be stupid. I will most likely have a podcast is titled something along the lines of what is libertarianism or what is libertarianism to me? So we will go into depth what I think exactly libertarianism means. So I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a particular layout on how I'm going to be doing every podcast yet. This is something I kind of want to build with you guys, with everyone. I, like I was saying before, I want this to be kind of a community that I'm building. I want everybody to contribute. I want people to ask questions. I want people to make suggestions. I want people to come on here for interviews, for debates. Um, so even things like what we talk about per episode and how we kind of organize things, this will be something that is kind of uh, that evolves as we grow together because I want to cater this to my audience. I want to give them what they want to hear to a certain extent, of course. Uh, You're never going to hear me advocating for something that I don't agree with or believe in. I will always stay true to myself. So if this ends up being something that doesn't build traction because of that, okay, I don't care. Then I won't podcast anymore because I will always stay true to myself. If you don't like it, then I I understand. But from here, um, if you have interest in some of these kind of talks, then we will build this together. So let's, now that we kind of know, uh, a little bit of, about what this podcast is going to be about. Um, I, I just want to talk a little bit more about myself. I'm married to the lovely Cassie Westra. We have two children. One is uh, Colton and the other child who is on the way. Her name is Olivia. Uh, Cassie, we, we're due in uh, February. We have... One dog and two cats. The dog is a, uh, she's an Australian shepherd. Her name's Sadie. That's, that's my little baby. But, um, okay. So some of my, uh, uh, interests that I have, so you can kind of get a feel of who I am, what kind of things that we're going to be talking about based on some things that interest me. So I already told you I like woodworking. I told you kind of some side business, uh, ideas. I'm an outdoorsman, so this means I like stuff like hunting, fishing, boating, off-roading, hiking, camping. I'm also into guns in general and shooting. I love taking apart guns. I I built uh, my own AR-15 from piece by piece. I, I just love working on my firearms. I, I'm not a collector. I have a firearm for every purpose. Some people try to make claims I have a lot of firearms, but I don't. I, I just, I'm not a collector. Quite frankly, those are the people who don't know 
much about firearms. And I'm also trying to get into competition shooting because I like training. It's fun. And I like competing. So why not? So I have the equipment. I'm just waiting for ammo prices to, you know, drop. And on top of that, ammo be readily available in general. I told you I like gardening. And actually, this is my first season gardening. Everything's worked out pretty pretty well for my first season. I, I have pretty decent sized garden beds and nothing's really had a huge problem. Uh, the only mistake I really made was my I planted my spinach too early and it kind of got fried in the sun because I didn't know it was a late season crop, which I would have known if I would have just read the package of my seeds. And that's another thing. I start all my own seeds indoors. I do plan on uh, trying hydroponics at some point. I'm a big do-it-yourselfer. I like to do everything I can by myself. I don't like help from other people. And if I am getting help, I like to at least know that I can do that thing. So if I have to hire a professional, it's because I probably don't have the tools or I don't know how to do that kind of stuff yet. And I will try to actually shadow these people. I probably annoy the heck out of them. I'm a prepper. Um, when I say prepper, I don't mean uh, like the end of the world, um, doomsday, apocalypse kind of prepper. When people think of that word, I am talking about just common sense stuff, you know, having some extra food supply. So when stuff like COVID comes around and the grocery stores are empty, I have it and I don't have to worry. I don't have to be one of those people who, who are rushing to the store, having just stuff like extra gasoline stored, having a generator, just common sense stuff, like things that I, I think of things that could go wrong and I find solutions for those things. I'm not talking about the very, very, very unlikely scenarios. I'm talking about, like I said, common sense stuff. If we get snowed in, for some reason, we live in Michigan, and we can't leave the house to go get food. Okay, I got food. I don't need to leave. If, you know, my power goes out in the middle of winter, and it's Michigan has gotten down to like negative 30 before. Yeah, I have a generator. Okay, not a big deal. And not only do I have a generator, I have other heating sources, such as kerosene heaters, uh, propane heaters. So, I have the heating sources I need. I also have wood stored in case I need. That, that could be another heating source, cooking source. Those are just a couple things. I have a whole set of uh, systems in place in case I need them. That's some things for a future episode. I used to be big into bodybuilding and I was a nut job and used to go to the gym like every single day and just be there for, you know, hours. I am no longer a bodybuilder. I still work out sometimes and I, my focus is just to stay healthy rather than get huge, which being 
way over the weight your body is naturally supposed to be, whether or not it's whether it's fat or muscle, it's just not good for you in general. It doesn't matter. So I I just want to stay healthy. So I'm not a bodybuilder anymore, but I'm into health. I love liberty as we we already established. I like talking as well as debating politics and ranting, I should say, not just talking. I love reading. I I read I I don't read fiction. I I can't. I for some reason it's like to me I know there's a lot more benefits to fiction. To me reading fiction books is like watching TV. And what I mean by that is I like nonfiction books. I like history, politics, philosophy, religion, health, science, um, pretty much anything. Um, nonfiction things that I can learn, uh, to better myself. And just, I, I just like constantly building myself for the better and learning every single day. So I'm always reading and I'm always listening to podcasts and listening to audiobooks. If you don't listen to audiobooks, you need to start. They're awesome. I, I, I work at a CNC shop. So literally I just sit there and listen to my audiobooks and podcasts all day on 1.5 times speed. If I am feeling, you know, extra spunky, I will, <laughs> I will listen at two times speed. So I can, there, there's been weeks that I've gone through seriously, like 10 books in a week because of this. I'm constantly just taking in information. A lot of people don't want to pay for any kind of subscription or, you know, books are in, they're expensive. They add up, especially if you're going through 10 a week. So what's cool is there's a lot of uh, local libraries that have apps that they give you the, the login information and websites and whatever, and you can listen to their whole library of audiobooks straight from that app for free with your library card. I suggest everybody go and check out your local library and see if they have something like that. Majority of them do. It's awesome. I will not pay for an audiobook service. I just won't. Maybe here and there, if I want to buy a book, I will buy a book, but never a service. I'm also a singer. I do this as just a hobby. Some people have told me that I'm that they think I'm talented. I, I don't think I'm that talented, but I've been told that I'm talented enough to where I should pursue it, but it's not it's not that much of an interest to me. I, I don't want it to be anything more than a hobby. But I, I'm sure at some point you will hear it very soon. Hint, hint, uh, possibly some intro. So that's pretty much it for this episode where you kind of got a feel for what this is going to be about. Other than all this we talked about, um, I'm going to end with this. The biggest reason why I wanted to start this podcast is because I feel this is a message that everyone needs to hear, especially during times like this. I believe that liberty is the ultimate solution to the majority of these problems that we're seeing. If you're at all disturbed by all this stuff going on from the left and the right, 
if you're at all disturbed by the violence and the hatred, this is a message that can actively solve this kind of thing. No, libertarianism is not a utopia, but it enables us to live the life that we were meant to live, that we want to live, without our opinions affecting other people and ruling over them and telling them how they should think. With encouraging people to better their lives, I feel like this is something we're all going to need in the near future. You can sign up for my email list. On my email list, you will be given some exclusive content, such as uh, articles and blog posts. You will be the first ones to know about any episode being released, and you will actually know about the topic of the future episodes before I even post them. There's going to be much more involved in benefits to being on the email list, but those are just a couple examples. So go on to the website, sign up for the email list. If you have any questions directly to me or suggestions, whatever, if you anything anything you want to talk about, I, I want to, like I said, I want to build a community. I want to stay in touch with everyone. I want to hear your feedback. So email me at btsoc at mailfence.com. That's fence like F-E-N-C-E, mailfence.com. Again, B-T-S-O-C at mailfence.com. That will also be in the show notes. Or you can just go onto the website and send me an email from there. There's a link on uh, the homepage. Or you type in your email, you type in your message, press send, and I'll get it to my email. So please leave me your feedback. I will be releasing hopefully another episode soon. Uh, Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Breaking the Systems of Control podcast.